five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the D. <laughs> we're, we're thinking of changing it to like the world DMA or the wonderful DMA. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the WDMA and the ISSM. Uh, and Merry Christmas to all. So let's get started. Okay, here we go. And uh, let's go over to the to this one. This one I should give you some backstory because it's in French. And it's a really powerful ad um, about a lady. Well, I'll just read it along because it has subtitles. Let's see if I can get it going. So the lady's at home and she's looking around the office or the, the her dinner table and sees these numbers and she just puts in the numbers that she sees in the room and and making a call a random call and she says it's grandma and the little girl says how are you I wanted to wish you a Merry Christmas and she, the, of course the, the little old lady just lights up she says okay bye darling and the little girl hangs up and the dad says who was it it was grandma and they look at the mantle and there's the urn from from grandma so it wasn't really grandma and it says don't leave them alone for Christmas and it's interesting because that that parts in English um, I guess the, the subtitles were in English also. So, uh, really powerful, you know, not preachy, but um, an interesting ad. Really, really powerful storyline here. Okay, this was cool. This is a new, just testing it out in L.A. And uh, Robomart doesn't just deliver products, it delivers the entire store. And so here you see uh the the van i'm not entirely sure if you have to call the van to come with the pharmaceuticals and stuff and it's you know it's it's a little pharmacy on wheels it reminds me of the days of the of the country peddler with the wagon pulling up and you know if he doesn't have it you don't need it and uh of course obviously we can keep track of what's selling and what isn't um it'd be interesting too if they could if they could vary that a little by day or something like that they say it's going to be fully automated apparently there's one in china that's working really well so if these guys can scale um that may be better than you know the the home delivery options where you have to order it and go through all the process and they have to deliver one item this may have better margin and um you might get impulse buys as well to increase your your shopping cart so there's a lot of good about that Walmart is launching a return service with FedEx. I didn't understand this at all. Um, but, you know, <laughs> what else is new? It it sounds like there's some element of this free. I'm not sure if shipping charges are free. So that would be the, the big question mark for me in here. But I know that with Amazon, you can take your package back to Kohl's. And my family likes that a lot. Um, so I think this is competitive with that. Um, you're supposed to initiate the process on the um, on the Walmart website. So um, you know, give it a try. Let me know how it goes. Uh, in many stores, it sounds like you can go back to. No, I think this is just for things you bought at Walmart, but maybe things that you bought online. None of that's clear to me. 
and there's I know lots of logistics issues but uh, I know that the retailers are, are working at it you really want to get people in your store I mean I think that Kohl's move was genius okay now this is a pretty long article um, but I thought it was uh, there's a couple of interesting points here one is that the printers this is in uh, this is in uh, PI world which I forget what that stands for but it has something to do with printing <laughs> And I look at it every day. I just don't remember the, the full the full title. It's piworld.com. So if you want to find it, that's how you find it. And they have a picture of a printing press. What I thought was the most interesting part about this was that all those big printers that are mentioned in here, Quad, RR Donnelly, uh, IWCO, and others, are all talking about mail. And they're all talking about how we can help mailers and how we can help people getting into mail. And that's where the WDMA is headed, is that we're working with some great printers around the country. And I think that the printers are the key. I don't think UPS or USPS understands mail well enough. Uh, obviously not, because if they did, they wouldn't be promoting uh, the, the unforgettable mail or the, or the um, informed delivery I never remember the names of those programs but they've spent millions and millions of dollars uh, letting you know that you don't have to go to the mailbox today what a mistake it's the base I think it's a big my my daughter I explained uh, I explained informed delivery to my daughter and she said oh you mean now it converts direct mail to like to junk email I said yeah you know, and the open rate goes, you know, after a person gets it for a while, the open rate goes down. To, I mean, it's still millions of people, but millions of people in 100 million households is not significant. We need to help the printers. We need to help the printers help help marketers understand the power of mail. And that's what's so great about this, this article. So maybe PI World is, uh, maybe PI World is taking the place of target marketing, which has gone kind of up in smoke uh being bought by ad ad week direct marketing in particular has seen some extreme ups and downs direct mail has been a big part of the solution in COVID-19 I think that's true but there's some you know there's some um, again if you go to WDMA.org and you subscribe which is just you know your name and email basically um, yeah they should understand it pretty well but I don't think they do okay <laughs> I see a comment there a long comment. Jeffrey, that's too long a comment for me. Uh, yeah, I know. They should understand it. Uh, I was the first person they hired to teach their sales force about the economics of mail and the dynamics of mail. Um, but anyway, <laughs> sorry, that's just too long. I can't, I can't absorb all of that, Jeffrey. <laughs> anyway, give me little bites and I can, I can deal with it. But anyway, um, you know, so this is about mixed stuff, but I've highlighted the good stuff. So volume began to recover in June, has been slowly recovering into the fall. Notes John Ash of IWCO Direct. Some sector, sectors like insurance maintained or increased volume, while others like credit cards saw a steep decline. I think I can vouch for that. Uh, some of my catalog clients mailed a lot more. Some of them mailed less. Um, Maureen Powers from R.R. Donley & Sons said, headed into the fourth quarter, the recovery seemed to be picking up across the board. 
Um, mailers utilized a full spectrum of the customer journey. Uh, this was interesting from Scott Harvey at Quad. Uh, COVID-19 has been the greatest business excuse of all time. I really like that. That's kind of hits the nail on the head. You either adapt and grow or you die. Now, Quad was down like 38% in third quarter. So I don't know what they've done to adapt and grow. I've always tried to work with them. I worked with them back when Harry was alive, but not since. As we look into 2021 and beyond, we are seeing digital and social media fatigue from marketers. There are only so many demographic lists you can buy into, and Harvey continues, which is where a return to targeted direct mail comes into play. Now, I don't know exactly what he means there, and they may have edited out a lot of the meaning of what he exactly said, but um, but mail, you know, there's a lot of ways that we can model. Uh, a lot of people don't understand the untapped value of old customers. You know, you, sh- you know where you shipped it. So... Even if you're a .com, you have you have maybe hundreds of thousands of names that you have never reached out to with mail, and you know their shipping address. So it's worth a try, and you can do data hygiene on that, and you can also run it up against the co-ops and find out who's alive and who's buying through the mail. So there's ways to take your even if you're a .com, you've always only been a .com. There's ways, much better ways than trying to take email and append address to it that's a that's that just doesn't work very well uh or or um ip address or something like that but you've if you've shipped to the household if you're a dot-com and shipped to the household those names are gold those are worth millions and you don't even probably realize it anyway uh this um bruce man Mandel said the old methods are essentially wiped clean. It sounds like he was doing a lot of financial mail and using um, using FICO scores, and that works for some people. It doesn't work for others, you know. And that's the that's the benefit of doing some really solid modeling with with hundreds of variables, you know. There's two camps. One camp is we'll do regression and we'll see what's going on. And that sounds like what Bruce is talking about. But usually that only handles a dozen variables or, or so, you know, and looks for uh, collinearity. It tries to get rid of variables that move together. And like, um, like credit score moves with dwelling value, moves with education level, moves with, with white collar score, uh, you know, moves with a lot of things like that. Um, and so you'll get rid of, you'll just pick the one that matters most. Whereas uh, AI and machine learning can use hundreds of variables or maybe even thousands of variables, but you don't know what it's doing. And that's a danger too. And so, I, you know, there's, there's very few modelers that have a hybrid solution, which we developed 25 years ago and have been using successfully against almost all modeling companies, where you can both throw 500 variables at it and also see what it's doing and so be in complete control and gain insights and understanding all of those things are important okay so that shift from fico scores to determine best candidates for various offers became increasingly difficult the scores we relied on that were so important and that determined what to mail and to whom were less useful we had to come up with a new strategy and again you might want to find somebody that's been through this a number of times you know we've been modeling through three recessions okay that gives you some gives you a lot of ideas to try 
because basically you can't just look at what you did last year, right? Because we're still we're still not into last year's COVID. We're still in the in the happy times, right? Now I'm gonna have the best Christmas ever because my granddaughter's coming. But uh, be that as it may, there's a lot of changes. We actually b- built variables for a client where we took the differential in un- in un- in unemployment. You know, for other clients in past recessions, we've modeled much quicker. You know, rather than look back to the previous year's season. But you have to keep that in mind. You have to keep seasonal things in mind because they're strong and they're real. But then you also can take into account other variables that you've thrown at it, like unemployment change. You know, last spring, late spring, we were seeing that the 2019 unemployment numbers were more powerful than the 2020 because those had changed so dramatically and a lot of the places with the highest unemployment in April were places that had almost no unemployment a year earlier right so they had a huge differential you know a lot of things to take into account why you want to work with somebody that's been through it before and helped other other clients not only weather it but often increase their circulation in the recession because it's a great time to to gain market share that's what uh, daytimers used to do. They would they would set aside profits during the good times to uh, build a war chest for when a recession would hit, and then they would prospect like crazy. Uh, so there's still opportunity for you to prospect. Uh, uh, from Quad again, Harvey says, in years prior, you might see them mailing to the third or fourth or fifth decile, but as US, USPS postage rates increase, they're now mailing to to the only the top two or three deciles. That means they're cutting their mailing in half. That's a really serious thing, especially if you don't have a lot of content on what the decile means. You know, deciles are really a clunky way to decide your circ. Really horrible. The only thing worse is RFM. Not that it's not important, but it's got to be put in a mix of other variables. And again, if, if you're working with somebody that's just telling you these kinds of things, you're only seeing a little piece of the picture. And you want to get with a modeler that's, that's, that understands the limitations of what Quad's talking about. Man, that is serious. That is serious cutting. There may, you know, what you want to do is you want to find the gold in the straw. You want to find the needle in the haystack. And a lot of times in a in a fourth or fifth decile, there's a couple of cells that could be tens of thousands of names that are well worth mailing. But when you look at it on a decile decile basis, it just covers up everything that's going on. Okay. So anyway, uh, okay. We had the mindset of we had the mindset of why we were waiting until after production to mingle the pieces. Oh, this was kind of cool. Quad's starting to mingle. Basically, they're figuring out the mingle before they actually even print the pieces. And that lets them push them together at the very beginning of the process. Fantastic idea. Going to save a couple of cents on postage and even in production because there's basically, uh, it just basically feeds together. Amazing. The technology of print is fantastic. And, you know, when, when I was preaching mail in the early 90s, we were talking about mailing costs of 50 cents to a dollar. You know what? They're still in that range. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. Have a great day. Bye-bye.